Mayfield. James is great. Joy is better. <laughs> no offense. No offense. No, no just offense. all good. This man needs no introduction. <laughs> but they pay me to introduce people. Handsomely, mind you. So last but not least, I got the Eagles, all-time rushing leader. Hold huh. on. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Hold on. LaShawn Shady McCoy. one heck of a show, the best 90 minutes of your life. Audience, how we feeling? Oh! Yeah. We, we good? My dog is good? Hey. Good? Oh, good? I see it. All good. Oh, I see it. Jamie, let's get to the topic of the day. Colorado, USC. That's Deion right. Sanders, primetime. One of the biggest stories in all of sports. Not college sports. In all of sports. But... They got USC, big dog. I Caleb know, Williams, I know they he just got. won the Heisman. Lincoln Riley, a phenomenal head coach. USC, a top 10 program. Colorado has never beaten a top 15 Pac-12 program since they joined okay. the Pac. Okay. So tell me, mm. please, what would a win over USC mean for Colorado? Well, first of all, once they do win, okay, they're going to win this game. All, all the fans, all the uh. students, and myself, we're going to storm the field. <laughs> and that means that it's an upset, and it means that the, mm. the future is bright here in Buff. It's bright. In Colorado. It's bright. It's bright. I think that if you look at the new era that, that Coach Prime is bringing here, it's so different. I had a chance to talk to some of the students here that, that go to school. They're all excited about the game tomorrow. And I said, is there a difference between now and before? They looked at me like this. Stop playing. <laughs> it's a big difference. And the, the same way that the students feel, that's going to be the same thing for the recruits. Mm. And they win this game, it's going to be more and more recruits, more five stars. And guess what? That Louis, that Louis Vuitton uh -huh. legacy uh, guy, it's going to be Gucci then. Yeah, it's Louis at Gucci now. They on the way. I heard a rumor, Joy. Yeah. Mm. I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. I heard a rumor 
that when Colorado wins, when? Shady is going to clash oh, with yeah. Shador Sanders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Rumor. Look, me and Shador. He put his back back right on. He put his back back right on. The shades in the hat. They ain't going to know it's me. No, here's the crazy part. He didn't go to class at Pitt, but he'll go to class at Colorado. I can't make sense of it. I can't make sense of it. But, Joy, what would a win? What would a win over USC mean? I mean, I think it would flip the entire college football world upside down. I mean, we we have to come off of the the game last week, unfortunately, but that sets the tone for this weekend. Mm -hmm. The pressure is, in my opinion, all on USC. They're trying to go for a national championship this year and compete for one and take the next step as a program. If Colorado beats USC, which they are not expected to do, what do you do with the rankings? What do, you, what do you do with Oregon now? What do you do with the rest of the Pac-12? It would completely break college football, yes, would. which is sort of why I'm rooting for it to happen. I am also, <laughs> I am also I'm an agent of chaos. I'm also going to pick the Buffalo. I am oh, picking the Colorado yeah. Buffalo. Yeah. I am. And I'm very interested in chaos, as you know. I root for anarchy. So I think it would be an absolute chaos bomb. Well, we all know college football is all about recruiting. That's true. People go to USC, people go to Oregon, people go to Georgia because they want to win a national championship, right? If Prime gets this one done Mm. and Shador gets this one done, Mm. it lets all the recruits in the world know that Prime is ready to win a national championship. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And it might not be this year, but we're building a team to win a national championship. So you don't got to go to Georgia. You don't got to go to Alabama. You could come right here and win the national championship. And that's what this game will say. Dion already told us we're a couple pieces in the trenches away. But if, we, if they get this one done, and you letting all those recruits know, and then mamas and daddies know when Prime walk in that house that they are competing for a national championship, Prime is already changing college football. But like Prime say, you better get me now. Mm. <laughs> because if USC don't get him now, they ain't never going to get him. Because Prime and the bus are coming. I'm going to save my pick. I don't know who I'm going yet. For the end of the show. For but the y'all, end see of the show. Our, y'all see our outfits, yeah. though. Now, look, America, <laughs> our show has heroes and it has villains. I'm not going to tell y'all which one is which. I'll let y'all decide the characters at the end of the show. But Prime is a trendsetter. Yeah. He, is. he truly is. I got a question. Now, I got a question for an individual in the audience, so I'm going to need you all. I'm going to need somebody to help me take the camera of this certain individual in the audience. Did you own that hat <laughs> before Prime? Did you own yeah. that hat before Deion Sanders? He said he did. He said he did. He got some swag. He said he did. Shady, talk to me then about here, – here's the big thing. Recruiting is a big deal. Joy big just deal. brought it up. James just brought it up. It is a huge deal. I think if Deion Sanders can win this game, he shows us his ceiling. He shows us just what he's capable of. He shows us he's capable of winning a national championship. He shows us he's capable of taking Colorado to the promised land one day. It might not be today. Yeah. It might, might be tomorrow, but one day. Right. Shady, from a recruiting perspective, That's right. when – Colorado goes in there because you've told me it's when. I believe you. I believe you when you speak. When Colorado beats USC, how does that change the tide of the 17, 18-year-old five-star recruit in Deion Sanders' office or Deion in his living room? Let's take me back to some time. Please right? do. I've been recruited a lot. I've been yeah. recruited. I had some, had some scholarships. Had some. Not to Texas, but other places. <laughs> I just feel like with Coach Pond, when he walks into your, 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 your house, right, and he talks to your mom, your dad, your grandma, whoever it is, he can relate to every – at least 85% of the players, the young kids out there want to play football. Yeah. Where a lot of coaches can't say that, especially head coaches. He walked, you know, he got that little move. He got that little move. He walked in there. Hey, how, how y'all doing? How you doing, gorgeous? How you doing? What's up, mama? He's good. Young man. And my thing is that he can relate. And as a player, I want to be part of that. You know, one thing about young kids, they want to be part of change. Yeah. Right? Wow. Buffalo hasn't been good for years. Now they are. 
right? They beat some top teams, right? Now they need certain pieces. When Coach Prime tells you this, we have everything we need, but we really need you. Mm-hmm. You're going to make the difference. You're going to be the change. Everybody, everybody wants to be part of change. Mm-hmm. And if you could change now and be for Coach Prime, for the future is going to be so bright. Joy, there's, so a lot of, there's a lot of pressure in this game. A lot. Of, I can feel it. Like on this campus, I can feel the pressure in this game. Do you think there's more pressure on Prime or is there more pressure on Lincoln, USC, the Trojans? Because they are the team that's supposed to be in the college football playoff. They're the team that already has a Heisman winner. Where's the pressure on all of this lot? There's always more pressure on the team that's favored. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, he won a Heisman. He's going for back-to-back Heismans. They're fighting to win a national championship game, compete for a national championship game. All the pressure's on USC. Like I said, if USC loses this game, it's going to break college football. Where do you rank everybody? Where do you put Colorado? Where do you put Oregon? Yeah. Where would USC? It's it's not a it's not a lockstep program if that happens. So all of the pressure is on the program that's further along. The- the program that got turned around immediately as soon as Lincoln got there. Yeah. The program that has a Heisman Trophy winner. So, Dion is still building this. Coach Prime is still building this. We all know that. And yeah. they're coming off of a bad loss, like yeah. I said. So, we all watch that. We, we expect them to be competitive. I expect them to win. But if that happens... Yeah. The pressure is completely flipped. Yeah, this, this ain't even close. I mean, you're talking about a Heisman Trophy winner. You're talking about uh, Coach Riley, who's had two years to get his recruits in there, to get this thing going. It's going to be a lot of USC dudes in the transfer portal mm-hmm. <laughs> if they lose this game to Coach Prime. There's no question that all the pressure has to be on. Nobody expected this from Prime. Nope. Like, like, like we are here. Nobody here expected Prime to be 3-1, and one, but Prime. <laughs> and Shadour. And, no, and no, Shady. Shady did. My man. He tried that. And Shady. Shady, Shady. I've been believing since day one. Yeah, Shady the one who got me believing. But nobody but Shady and Prime and Shadour expected them to be 3-1 and one and to be here right now. So Prime is really playing with house's money right now. If Lincoln Riley loses this game and Caleb Williams loses this game, all the pressure is on them to win. They are playing with house's money. If they win... We're going to be back here again next weekend because it's going to be big noon here. We're going to welcome weekend. us back. You know? yeah. We're going to welcome us back. Yeah. 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 You're going to ask permission. You can't just go down. up in Colorado. Hey, I'm sure they'll let you have permission if they win. It's going to be all good. Keep in mind, when you're talking about recruiting, USC is – you got recruited to USC. I did. USC is traditionally a glamour program. Yeah. Right? We live in Los Angeles. It's a glamorous city. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You had, a, I'm sure, a great recruiting trip in Los Angeles. Yes, uh, you never told me about it, but I'm sure it was great. There are certain programs that we consider to be glamour programs. USC is one of them. You beat USC and your prime. I know Colorado. I've been around here a little bit, but it's going to be a glamour program. It's already trending that way. So when you're talking about recruits that want to be a part of that type of program. And not only that, you're right, Joy, because when they step on the sideline tomorrow, them USC players coming out here from California, they're going to see all them stars on that sideline. Mm. They're going to say, are we in L.A.? Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? They're going to say Prime is bringing Southern Cal. To, L.A. came to you. No no and, doubt about it. And it's funny because I, I think back to when I was getting recruited in what, 2006, and Reggie Bush, that's when Reggie Bush was Reggie Bush, oh, yeah. right? And at the game, he was my host. He took me out and everything. We had a, we had a great, great time. Mm-hmm. But Snoop Dogg was there. Right? They had so many. I'm like, man, all these stars, I want to be part of this. The difference, though, I feel like with, with Coach Prime, what he's doing is it's organic, yeah. right? They want, people want to come here just because it's him and what he's building. So I had so many ex-teammates hit me up like, yo, man, you going down to the game? I can't wait to go down there and support Colorado. can't wait to go down there and support Coach Prime. If they're thinking like that, imagine what a 7 year 8 year kid's yeah. thinking about. Man, I'm going to be out there with that 21 on, doing my Dion dance. <laughs> they want to be part of this thing, and it's a new change here, yeah. man. It's a new era. I would go as far as to say – 
Colorado beats USC. It's the biggest win in college football this year, regardless of what happens in the rest of college football. I've seen Texas beat Alabama. That's cool, but Texas was a good team. I've seen Ohio State beat Notre Dame. Congratulations. Well, Ohio State, you're always really good. But if Colorado, unranked Colorado, USC favored by 21 and a half. If Colorado can go beat USC, that's the biggest win in college football this year, regardless of what happens. I got one more question before I got to go to break. How y'all enjoying the show? Now, James, yes. James, yes. when people say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Personal. <laughs> when people say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Personal. When people say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Personal. Okay, that's it. When we return, we will talk a little bit about the NFL, but we just getting started in Boulder, America. We just but it ain't the only big matchup of the weekend. There is a phenomenal NFL game. Tua Tungabailoa and the Miami Dolphins, they're 3-0 right now. They put up 70 points, my goodness. But meanwhile, Josh Allen and the Bills, since week one, they have been rolling, and I mean absolutely rolling. Bring us on camera, bring us on camera, Cole. Bring us on camera. Let me talk to the beautiful people at home. Um, Joy, Tua is very good when he's healthy. But we keep saying when he's healthy. He's healthy right now. So he's just very good. Can he take the crown from Josh Allen this weekend? Huge matchup, Dolphins-Bills. Hell yeah. Ooh. Where am I Dolphin fan at? There's Ooh, a Dolphin fan. There, there. there we go. 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 We were far away from Miami. Up, man. She shot straight. You got to let her know you're here. <laughs> no, people are already starting to doubt the Bills. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Remember, at the beginning of the season, I said I'm not going to jump off the Bills bandwagon as far as them being a competitive team that I expect to go far in the playoffs. They have won the division the past three years, and they've taken advantage of a very rocky AFC East. But the way that Tua and the Dolphins have been playing, and the dominant fashion that they won last week. If you come in and take down the champ of the AFC East, which, by the way, they haven't really done. Two is one and four against Buffalo so far in his career. Mm -hmm. This will be a very convincing win. There's a lot of people that are doubting the Bills, but there's even more people that are still doubting the Dolphins. Questions about the defense. What happens if things get a little slow, which I, I feel like we already answered in the Patriots game, but... This is a game that the Dolphins can really make a statement about truly being the best team in the NFL. So I think that if they do that this weekend, they will take the crown. Um, I'm going to say no, not off this game. And the reason why I say that is because Josh has dominated this division and won this division the last three years. Yep. Right? So for Tua, will this be a good step? Absolutely. But he has to win the division. Tua is playing at an MVP level right now. He is the front runner for MVP. He is playing at a high level. So I think they will win the ball game, but – until we can say he's taking that from Josh, he has to win this division. Josh, the last three years, and Shady won. Well, I think he won one of them with Josh, maybe. Oh, man. You know, but the last three years, he has t- he's taken over this division. Tua has to get that back. 
Tua has to win this division before we can start saying that, hey, you know, you overcrowned Josh Allen. Mm. So you like Josh Allen? Now. I didn't say I like him. Josh <laughs> <laughs> Allen. Sorry about that. It's Colorado changed it. Yeah. So James, James doesn't you know. naturally like Josh Allen. Yeah, at least you know. not when we are in California. <laughs> but it appears that Shady come to Colorado. Yeah, he's act different. I like. You know, he just changed. I, I like the difference. I'm just answering the question. Correct. So, so I'm gonna say this. The question is, can he take the crown? Yes, sir. Can Tua take the crown from Josh? It's possible. I think so. Josh Allen is a better quarterback. But right now, I got to give Tua credit. Tua's playing lights out. He's actually the favorite to win the MVP right yeah. now. And the, the way he has the Miami Dolphins playing, they look like the most or the best team in football, what it looks like, other than my birds. Oh. Right? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, we, we, we everywhere. Eagles, man. We everywhere. So watch what y'all say. Um, and, 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 but, but one thing I got to say is this. I learned one of my favorite athletes of all time is Muhammad Ali. And they took his belt, right? Mm-hmm. You know what happened with that. And, but nobody physically beat him in the ring. And he said, how can you say you're the champ if you ain't ever beat the champ? So, Sua, if you want to get crowned as the champ, you got to go beat the champ. The champ is Josh Allen. Last three years, he's owned that division, mm-hmm. AFC East. And if you want to go there and beat them at mm-hmm. home at Archer Park in, in Buffalo, I played there. The fans are going to mm-hmm. be crazy. It's like here. They're going to be wild. If you go in that hostile environment and beat Josh Allen at home, I got to crown him. Mm-hmm. As, as in, this is his year as the AFC champ. Wait, where, where's Ooh. the Dolphins fan that's in hiding? You know what I'm saying? He ain't seen Dolphins he, he, fan. He, 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 he over there. What's going on? He over there, but he quiet. Hey, my man. What's your name? Shady, nice to meet you, Joseph. Don't hide. Don't hide. You know what I'm saying? Don't hide. It's Buffalo. It's all right. You're supposed to start clapping off of both things. We had a long road. You know, I understand being a little hesitant about it. We don't want to jump right into being cocky. But I think Shady's right. Like, you have to give credit where it's due. What do we do? We update our information. Yes, we do. And if they win this game, we have to update our information. Now, that doesn't mean that they've won the division. We have a lot of football left to play. That's true. But this is a big statement. I, I, I think I said two and four. He's one and four against the Bills, Tua is. So this will, this will start building that rivalry as well. You are right about Buffalo. Mm. They're going to take it. Buffalo takes it personal. Oh, Buffalo he, takes something about Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> they take it personal because they do take it personal there, especially when they're going to listen to this conversation. Oh, Tua can come in and take the crown from Josh Allen and the uh, Bills. It's just oh, that easy. Mm-hmm. All, of that, all of that stuff is, is already getting drummed up there. I know it. But the Dolphins are that good this year. Dolphins are nice. And, and one thing about playing with Josh Allen, I know him so well. He hears this. Yeah. Us, the whispers. Dang, Tua's doing good. He looks good. He sees on ESPN. And he sees on Fox what he's balling. No, 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 no. Josh Allen's a competitor, and I guarantee you this. When he comes in that game Sunday, he's going to ball out, and it's going to be personal. Yeah. Right? When the defense is out there, he's going to be watching and complete <laughs> back, back. Cool. I'm trying to score, and that's how Josh Allen is made. That's why he's one of the best players and quarterbacks in his league. I find it fascinating, James, because I'm thinking to myself, the Dolphins are getting exponentially better. I've said that this offseason based on their acquisitions. Defensive coordinator Vic Vangio, star cornerback, though he's hurt, Jalen Ramsey. You acquired a linebacker out of Tennessee. He can play. He's rangy, all of the things in David Long Jr. I think the Bills are getting incrementally worse. Incrementally. Not a big deal. I think you gotta you gotta squint. You gotta yeah. squint to see it. But I think it's it's incrementally <laughs> worse. <laughs> this is going to be a fascinating game because my analysis says that the Dolphins should win. Last year, Dolphins played the Bills with Tua. They won by two. The Dolphins played with Bills with Tua again. They lost by three. So there's a plus one point differential Mm. in the Bills' favor. If, indeed, the Dolphins are getting as exponentially better as I believe, and they did just put up 70 last week, we all saw it, then I do think that 
Tua can take the crown at minimum in narrative form. Yeah. In reality, it's like you said, yeah. you got to win a division. You got to win a playoff game. Yeah. Until Tua wins a playoff game, I can't really stand on his table like I want to, no even though it might break because we ate good last night. No I can't really stay, stand on his table like I want to and champion Tua as hard yeah. as I really will. So I hear what you're saying on he's got to win a division. No doubt. And, 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 uh, and I take it back to like Josh Allen, Patty Mahomes. It don't matter if you beat Patty Mahomes in the regular season. You have to get through Patty Mahomes in the playoffs. So that's the same thing with Josh. I mean, with uh, Tua. You have, this has been the Bills division, right? This has been Josh Allen's division. Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden. Josh Allen always up there for MVP. Like, this has been his division. So you have to take that before I could crown you. Just like Muhammad Ali said, you ain't beat the champ, right? The champ. You know, so, but you have to take that division. He's the, the champion in his division for three straight years. Yeah. Going on four, you have to take that from him before you can crown him off of one game. We see all of our picks switch every week off of one game. Yeah. So one game, yeah. you cannot take it's a crown lying. off of yeah. one game. I think you got to win this division. Shady, what does Josh Allen, your former teammate, you were in Buffalo when Josh Allen was drafted there. You were an all-pro running back in Buffalo. Let me say it again. He was an all-pro running back in Buffalo, America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have to talk about it. We don't they, talk they, about they know it. what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what's Josh Allen got to prove on Sunday? Huge matchup. What's prove, he got to prove? No. Just be himself. Mm. We just talked about him being the, the, the king, the crown of, of that division. Just be himself. He's a bad man. <laughs> he get that ball in his hand. He can do everything. That's why I talked about earlier in this year. Yeah, he turned the ball over, but he's so good. His ceiling is so high. You're willing to take that. I want to take all that risk because I know the reward with Josh Allen is so good. I mean, with this team, you talked about the Bills are not really the same. And I, I agree with you. They're not the same. But one thing is the same. We got that quarterback. You all believe. Playing with a guy like Tom Brady, playing yeah. with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, one thing being in the huddle with them guys in practice, you always believe. You know why? Because I got this quarterback. I know he's going to have the chance to win this game, even if we're out of it. And that's what Josh Allen brings to the table. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. all the pressure is on Tua and the Dolphins right now. I mean, they've won the division the last three years. In 70 Buffalo. points. Yeah, yeah, they're coming off yeah. of a 70-point dominant win. He's leading the, the MVP race. They have to come in and be convincing. They're the ones that have something to prove here. So that's why I think it is so important, and I think it, the conversation will flip if they do. Because let's be honest, it's, it's, it's on the road. Buffalo is a good team. Yeah. They've been the lead in this division for the past three years. Josh yeah. Allen has been on Madden. I've lost some dollars betting him to win MVP <laughs> multiple years. We expect them to be in the Super Bowl. We expect them to be in the AFC Championship game. The Dolphins haven't earned that space in the AFC yet. They look like they are now this year, but that still has to be done by winning the game. So all the pressure is on the Dolphins in this but game. I believe a lot of the pressure is on Josh, right? Because this team before, before the season, a lot of people had them going to the Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl aspirations. You beat the Commanders and you beat the Raiders. And you lost to the Jets and you threw three turnovers. So if you go out here and lose to the Miami Dolphins, who we believe is a contender to go out here and be able to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, you have to win games like this. This is not about trying to get some wins. This is about trying to win a championship for the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen is a big reason for that. And if he does not play well, they do not beat the Dolphins. Yeah. If he does not play well, they do not beat the Chiefs or whoever is a good team on their schedule. If he does not play well, they don't beat Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So for him, all the pressure is on him. Nobody really expected Tua and the Dolphins to score 70 and Tua to look like this. We know Tua wins games when he's out there, but you didn't expect him to look like he MVP form, right? Right now, in three weeks that they handed it out, it's his trophy. Denver you know, sure so, so all the pressure is on Josh Allen because it's about winning championships for them, not just getting to the postseason. Chad, I got a question. For your boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got an answer. You having fun out here? Always having fun out here. Y'all having fun out here? <laughs> <laughs> we have fun out here.
Tomorrow, cover starts 10 on Fox, but I have to bring the show out here because the audience, it's immaculate. The vibes, they are one of a kind. Deion Sanders, primetime, you got to show up for primetime. You have to show up for prime. Had to come with the whole crew. Had to come with the It's a huge matchup. It's a huge matchup. The matchup could not be bigger, James Jones. Yeah. So please let me know. Let the audience know. Ooh. Let the people at home know. What is at stake for Deion Sanders versus USC? You see all this energy? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you feel all this energy? You feel us out here? This is what's at stake. If Prime goes out here and the game looks like it looked last week and it's a blowout. Why would you say that? All this yeah. go. Yeah. Colorado, USC, right. Lincoln Riley, Deion Sanders. Yes. What is at stake thank, thank for Deion Sanders thank you, thank you, versus USC? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel all this energy? <laughs> be no more big noon kickoff if they don't find a way to get this one done. Yeah. If they don't find a way to compete, right? We know it's USC. They're 21-point dogs. They was 21-point dogs last, last week, right? And we've seen the outcome of that game. So for Prime, what's at stake is you have to compete. We know that you are pieces away. We know that it's your first year. It's four games in to your first year. We know all of that. But for me, if we want to keep continuing this, and Prime to be able to go out there and get big-time recruits. He has to compete in these games. And that is what's at stake. You cannot go out there and look the way you looked last week. We got to see improvement. We need to see you compete in this ball game. This is not a game. I don't think this is a game like Oregon. This is a game that you can win. This is not a game that you should walk out here and be like, ooh, we SC just dominant from top to bottom. They're not. San Jose State put up 28 points on them. You got a Heisman favorite in Shadour out here, too, that can put up points. So for me, what's at stake is all this. Because yeah. if they do not get this one done or they do not compete, all this is gone. All the, all the cheers and, and, and all the hype is really going to simmer down a little bit. And I don't want it to. Yeah. You know, I know y'all, we redid I it. Love, I, I don't want it, it to. Yeah. But that is what's yeah. at stake for this game. This is a different game than last week. I agree with you. I, I think of this as a winnable game. I think of this as a winnable game and a game that you have to be competitive in. Because as incredible as a USC offense is, mm -hmm. the best in the country, mm -hmm. 
Their, op, their defense is not. No, now, I'm a defense girl, and we know that college football isn't all about defense, but it sure was about defense last week. Mm-hmm. And I didn't consider last week's loss to be a, a coaching disadvantage. It was a program and talent disadvantage, and they didn't have Travis Hunter. So whether that they would have won or lost that game, I don't know, but it wouldn't have looked the way that it looked. So to me, this is a game that you really have to be competitive in, and I believe that they will win, so that then they really should be at the very least competitive in this game. And I agree with James. What's at stake is all of this. What's at stake is, the mo- is a little bit of the momentum. If, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean the program's over. It doesn't mean the prime is leaving. It doesn't really mean anything other than they're not as far along as we thought they were. There are some pieces that need to be added. There's a, program, there's a process to building a program that prime hasn't had the time to do yet. He, he surprised a lot of people. Shady believed. Mm-hmm. We believed early, but he still surprised a lot of people. And winning this game would, <laughs> winning this game would change all of that tremendously. But I don't, as far as what's at stake, I don't think it's more anything more than showing exactly where they are as a program right now. Shady, you've been in my house in, in West Hollywood. I, I love my crib. Nice house, nice house, yo. Nice house, nice house. Shady, you know what, what, what I like most about my house is it has tall ceilings, okay. very high ceilings. You know what I mean? Like, it has high ceilings. I don't like low-ceiling houses. What's at stake is how high is Deion Sanders' ceiling? Because right now, we know the current floor is losing to Oregon by 36 points. Mm -hmm. The current ceiling is beating TCU. TCU is also a 21-point favorite. But I don't know how high his ceiling is. Not at Colorado. If you beat USC, oh, this ceiling is national championship high. Because USC is a national championship contending team. So you beat USC, all of a sudden, you walk into them West Hollywood houses where them ceilings are high. You know what I'm saying? You beat USC, now I'm like, oh, Dion, you can really do this imminently, immediately. You can do it ASAP. But if they lose, Shady, I'm thinking uh-huh. to myself, okay, what's that floor like? What's that floor yeah, like? I don't yeah. want to look at the floor. Yeah. I want to look at the ceiling, yeah, big dog. Yeah. West Hollywood. The ceiling's 2-5. So what is at stake in your mind, Dion? versus You know, West? growing up, I had a small, small ceiling. Mm. Not no more, though. No <laughs> um, what's at stake for me is just, like you talked about, like reputation, right? Everything that you know about Coach Prime is a winner. He came here th- last year. They won what, one game, 1-11, one. One right? Oh, no. Changed the whole thing around that fast. Yeah. Look at all the hype. Everybody's so excited about this game. And if they can win this game, you talked about recruits. That was the main thing y'all talked about. Well, what's a lot of recruits going to be at this game? Yep. That's, that's trying to split. Is it USC yep. or is it Colorado? Is it Coach yep. Prime or Coach Riley? I like them both. And I think a game like this will be that determined factor. No, no, I'm going with Coach Prime after they get this win. And a lot of, a lot of recruits are like that. I remember playing, are going to different um, schools. There's a big B on the thing. Whoa. Whoa. I'm what is it with now. the Bs when we do these I live shows? Him. I killed it. I'm oh, talking about okay. Don't tell Peter. Right. Now, now my, my thing is like this. When I would go to different schools, other top recruits, we would talk about, hey, where you want to go? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's see how this game go. I like it here, but I don't know. I like this other school. If they can win this game, they might steal some USC recruits. And I think that's the, the, the modern. That's how you do it. Yeah. Here's my thought, because you are exactly right, James. It was 2000 and. Six, I believe it was. I was sitting in my living room with my older brother, Sam. Sam Acho played 10 years in the National Football League. We're watching TV. Texas was playing USC in the National Championship game. I didn't know where I was going to play Division I college football. I was thinking, do I want to go to Texas? Do I want to go to SC? Do I want to go to Michigan? When Texas won that game, I made the decision on that day, along with my brother, we're going to Texas. I obviously ended up going to another National Championship in my time at Texas. Like Shady said, recruits make decisions based off games like these. SC Colorado, they're trying to find the next Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. the next Shador Sanders. But the current players are Caleb Williams and Shador Sanders. Yeah. Who has more pressure in this game, mm. Caleb Williams or Shador Sanders? <laughs> You're trying to start off with me with all the segments, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, all the pressure is on Caleb, right? I mean, Shador, Shador did not win a Heisman yet. 
you know, and we hopefully one of them is in his future. But you're talking about number rank, number eight rank USC. You're talking about Caleb Williams, who is don't nobody in the NFL want to get that number one pickup because he is the next dude to change around a program. If you come out here and you lose to Shador, because if you lose to Shador, that means it's probably going to be 45-40. Yeah. And you're going to get outdueled by Shador. Ooh, we what they going to be talking about you. Mm-hmm. You know, is Shador the number one pick? I mean, he beat Caleb Williams, so it's so much pressure on him because this is high-powered offense versus high-powered offense. This is a big-name quarterback on the other side of the ball because he got Sanders on the, on the back of his jersey. And if you get outplayed by him, it's so much at stake, especially Bo Nix just outplayed yeah. Uh, Shador. So if you get outplayed by Shador and you do not win this ball game, even if your team loses this ball game, it's so much pressure on you to get that done, but not just to get the win. We've been seeing five touchdowns, six touchdowns, yeah. four touchdowns. You have to come out here and produce like that. If you don't, number one, your team not going to win, and number two, you're going to get outplayed by Shador, and ooh-wee, what they going to be saying when they – it's all been good for him it right has. now. It ain't really been no bad talk, right? We, we've been in the league where it's like, man, Shady, sorry, J.J., sorry, you ain't playing at a high level right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, had to call a quick 30 coach. Had to call a oh, now, now y'all doing the 20 seconds. Let's let it again. Okay. All right. Shady's been traded before? Yeah. Yeah, so it's been times that they like, hey, man, Shady, sorry. JJ, sorry. You cannot get this thing done. It happens. He's, he's trying to mess up the second time. He bought the baby act up. I ain't going to act up. It happens like that sometimes. You know what I mean? So he ain't really had people talking bad about him, people getting on his head. Everything has kind of been smooth sailing for him. So, you know, all the pressure's on For Katie. context, uh, America, for context, you at home. Shady for context, dog, man. Shady when dog. Shady got traded, he became the highest paid running back in the history yeah. of the National Shady Football League dog. off that deal. So, I mean, this. You know, yeah. 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 And I was starting rushing. I was starting rushing. It's hard, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Oh, man. Joy, what it's hard to do is winning a Heisman. Caleb has already won a Heisman. More pressure. Caleb Oh, it's Caleb. It's and it's not close. And I'm, I'm going to build on what James is talking about because we, we, you know, we are a part of this as well. Everything has been very smooth sailing mm-hmm. um, because of his talent yeah. and the situation that he's in and the, and the people that he's elevated. It's not like we're giving Caleb Williams this attention for no reason at all. But he's on a back-to-back Heisman campaign. We're already talking about who should be before the season started. We were talking about who mm-hmm. should be positioning to get the number one overall pick. Should the Cardinals just tank their season? Just forget about the, the hundreds of millions of dollars they're paying to the quarterback that they already have to get Caleb Williams. Now, I'm not saying everyone will bail if they end up losing this. I mean, I think it would depend on how the game went, but we're not anticipating that kind of, you know, catastrophe. But it would start bringing up some questions. I don't know if we'd hear anything about saying in school another year if this happened. Yeah. So life comes at you fast. Ooh, life comes at you fast. Yeah, so uh, this, is, this is a pressure situation for USC. They probably don't feel a lot of pressure because they feel like they're the better team and they will come in here and win convincingly. Sometimes that ends up being the downfall as well. But to me, there's, there's no pressure on Shador in comparison to what is on, what is on the table, what is at stake for Caleb Williams throughout this season, really, because he has been anointed as the number one overall pick. And if you slip off of that, those conversations happen because we see people position their organizations to get that pick and it not work. So you can't leave any doubt. And right now, he doesn't have it. Shady, let me wrap it to you real quick. We played on the same team, Philly, 2013-2014. I remember going into maybe the second-to-last game of the season or so. We're playing the Dallas Cowboys. LaShawn McCoy, one of the leading rushers. DeMarco Murray, one of the leading rushers. Everybody and their mama was telling the whole world how good DeMarco was. Mm -hmm. But I played against Shady every day. 
So I'm like, ah, it's levels. It's levels. But it's hard to tell the difference in levels until you share the field together. Mm. Once you share the field, you can see the difference in talent levels. Shady, the reason I would surmise and to some degree submit that there is pressure on Shador, because we saw Shador share the field with Bo, Bo Nix. Yeah, yeah. And clearly Bo Nix had more help around him, but yeah. Bo Nix looked better. Right. Caleb is, to me, the best college football prospect I have seen, a quarterback I have seen. Yeah. Now Shador is going to share the field with him. Mm-hmm. We will get to see, hey, Shador, just how good are you? Right. We saw you with Jeff Sims from Nebraska, a Georgia Tech transfer, where all Georgia Tech does is run the ball. But now you're sharing the field with the best of the best. When DeMarco Murray shared the field with you, you left with the rushing title. That's Bang. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Is there any pressure in your mind on Shador? How much pressure is on Shador? I agree with you. I think more pressure is on Shador. Ooh. First of all, what's his last name? Sanders. He is Sanders, right? And they come with a lot of respect. They come with a lot on their shoulders already. But when I look at, and I look at this game, y'all got to act like Shador Sanders is not a, is not a Heisman winner, right? Say that. As far as in, in the race, in yeah. the Heisman list. Before this last game against Oregon, he, we were talking about him as no one of the favorites to win the Heisman. I keep that same receipt. Like, I feel the same way still. Even though they lost that game, yeah. now you're going to get the Heisman winner from last year. What you going to look like? Yeah. What you going to do? It's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a shootout. You score, I score. It can't just be Caleb Williams balling uh-huh. and Shador not balling. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, hold on. Is he that guy? Is he really him? Yeah. Or is he not? Right? Is this, is this a Baltimore or is this a yeah, – It might be a Nixon. You know what I'm saying? It might be, it might so be, it might be a Nixon. That's going to be the difference. And I think that comes with, with a lot of pressure because – you can't let these boys from USC and Kelly Williams come here and show out at your college. Home game. Nah. So he asked about pressure. I'm going with the Sanders. I got a question for y'all. If Shador loses this game, you surprised? No, but mm-hmm. disappointed. If Caleb does, you surprised? Of course. Shocked. So, I don't know. No, 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 no. They, they, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to say it again, man. I, I, I like Kelly Williams, but USC, ain't, they ain't look so great to me. They've been struggling. What's the school you went to? St. Jose? Everybody they is surprised. Barely... No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not taking a shot. Rewind that one. My bad, my bad, my bad. You stuttering over my school name. My bad, my bad. San Jose State. San Jose right? State. Yes. Yes. It was 21 to 14. Yes. Right? They almost, they could have lost that game. disrespecting us, number one. <laughs> I'm not trying. Okay, thank you. So, when you, Colorado, this is a wonderful game for Colorado. But what I'm saying is, is right now, they are 21-point underdog. Okay. Yeah. Which means if Caleb and them lose, everybody's surprised, Shady. You believe, but everybody's – they're 21-point dogs. That's a lot. So that is why I feel like all the pressure is on Caleb. You are 21-point favorites. And you come out here to Colorado in Coach Prime and Shador's four games – Four games in, into the year, and you lose, and you coming in here ranked number eight? Right. You cannot walk out of this building losing this football game. You, you have play. to outdoor, you outdoor Shador. All right? Or when you get back to L.A. and you on the plane watching the TV, they finna be talking bad about you. So all the, all the pressure is on him. Shador, he's in a rebuild stage, too. Has he surprised us by the way he's played? Absolutely. He's playing at Heisman, Heisman level. But – Nobody expected them to be ranked number eight like USC. Nobody expected them to win a national championship this year. Everybody knew that this was going to take some time to rebuild. All the pressure's on Caleb. Number one pick, you should be in the national championship right now. You got all these commercials and all that type stuff. Everybody see you 24-7. Pressure on you, man. Hey, Shady, how come 
How come the only time you struggle pronouncing San you know Jose what I'm saying? When, you, when you talk about I, it's, things? It's, like, it's, he says it clearly in conversation. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to San Jose. You know. But when he's talking about San Jose State yeah, where I, James Jones went to school, yeah. all of a sudden, no, like, I just learned about the school when, yeah. when I met him. Right? I've never, you know, you know, I've never. No, so. and, and, and that's a good thing, though. That, that's a good thing, though. San Jose, I, I San, San, San Jose, 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 we in Colorado. We in San Jose State. All right, family. When we return, we are talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, they had an ugly loss to Arizona last week. But do they need to win? That is next. Yeah. Ladies, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, ladies, thank y'all, ladies. Um, y'all can go ahead, y'all can go ahead. Thank you. Shady, what I love about working with you, big dog, is you never know where you will find a LaShawn McCoy fan. No. You never know. No. Like, I've, yeah. been in, I, I've been in Tokyo, I done found Shady fans. Oh. I done been in New York, I done found Shady fans. Mm. I done been in the villages of Nigeria, Joy, I done found Shady Ooh, fans. Yeah, yeah. Nigeria. And now we in Boulder. Boulder. We got one. And oh, we I got one. Come on up, brother. Can I? I got it. Can I sign it? Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. Look, look, we, yeah, me yeah. and you, we all around yeah. the world. Can you sign it? What's up, big man? Hey, Shady, 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 get the black one. Get the black one. Okay, okay. Can he sign it? Oh, yeah. Can he sign it? Sign it back. Let's go ahead. You know what I mean? And this is a special moment. You're going to make it worse. You will never find another 25 jerseys on the Eagles field ever again. I'm recording right, so, this. So, you know, it's me I'm and you right I now. I am recording this. We are live, by the way. We are live, by the way. We are on TV. But Shady just out here signing dirt. You never know. You come out to speak, you might get yourself a jersey sign. I'm just saying. Um, now, I have to make the unfortunately drastic transition from the Eagles to talking about the Cowboys. Uh, oh, 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 we like that. We like to talk about the Cowboys, don't we? We like to talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys, um, Arizona, the Cowboys, Arizona Cowboys lost in shocking fashion, James Jones. Cowboys were the number one team in football, many suggested. The yeah. Cardinals were the worst team in football, many mm. suggested. Yeah. But last week, the Cardinals went and beat the brakes off of the Cowboys, quite literally. Yes, it was did. not pretty. A 12-point loss. Yeah. Cowboys now have the Patriots. Mm. Bill Belichick, he's on the verge of starting 1-3. He hasn't started 1-3 in, in 22 years, America, mm. since 2001. Belichick cannot afford to start one and three. No. But the Cowboys can't afford to go two and two. No. So you tell me, should the Cowboys be on upset alert? Who's there more pressure under? Talk to me about this game. Well, I mean, did we see what happened last week to the Cowboys? We did. I seen it. Yeah, they got, they got slapped by the Arizona Cardinals. So, absolutely, they should be on upset alert. And the reason why is, is Bill Belichick's one and two right now, but they have not played bad football. They played the Eagles really good. They, play, they, they lost that game. Played the Dolphins. They, they played the Dolphins really good, and they lost that game. That was one of the Dolphins' worst games of the season. I think they scored 20 points. They're giving up 19 points a game on offense. 
All right, they're running the football well. What was the Eagles' problem? I mean, the uh, Cowboys' problem. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the run, right? Could not score in the red zone, right? They have a really good defense. They have a really good running game. Two of the things that you are not doing well right now, especially the first two weeks of the season. So they absolutely should be on upset alert. And I'm nervous for them because when I look at these numbers and you say 19 points a game, Right? The Cowboys defensively, they've been in position to be able to put some points up. But 19 points a game, they ain't really been scoring a lot of points, especially in the red zone. So this screams upset alert because you cannot stop the run and you cannot score in the red zone. And Bill Belichick is doing both of those things really good. How can they not be on upset alert? They just lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Bad, too. Right. Bad. Yes. Bad, bad. Bad, bad. <laughs> bad, bad. You, you have to be on upset alert. You have to take this game seriously. At the end of the day, this is still Bill Belichick. We think that the Cowboys are the more talented team. Obviously, they are. We have more expectations of the Cowboys going into the season and more expectations this weekend. I don't know if anybody here is picking the Patriots. Mm. Uh, uh. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, we, we do game picks, but okay. This, we, got, we got a Patriots fan. I'm not one. picking the Patriots to win this game, but you have to take this, this opponent seriously. We just talked about the Eagles, talked about the Dolphins. They won last week. Bill Belichick knows how to take your best weapons away. That's yeah. what he does. He's going to make you... Make you beat him without your best weapon. That is how he moves. So how are you going to coach knowing that that's what's going to happen? How are you going to get up knowing that you just lost to a team that we think is trying to get Caleb Williams who's playing tomorrow? (laughs) So absolutely they should be on upset alert. And on top of that, the Cowboys go two and two. Oh. Man. The Cowboys go two and two. Oh my Good for TV. Great for TV. Well, it's great for, yeah, it's great for us. It's great for us. Yeah. We're not rooting for that, Jack. Remember, <laughs> remember that. That's going to be a whole different conversation. So they, they absolutely need to be on upset alert, and they need to win this game. They go two and two. They two go. five. Should the Cowboys be on upset alert, man? I'm gonna say yes. I mean, you guys said a lot of different things uh, that I feel the same way. They lost to the Cardinals. Like the Cardinals are trying to lose. They want to get Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. They didn't even want to win. I guess we. I guess we'll win this game, and they just won the game. <laughs> I mean, there's a recipe out there to beat the Cowboys. The first two mm. games, they dominated, mm. especially on defense. What's How do we slow this defense down? Mm. And the recipe was run the ball. Let's run the ball at Michael Parsons. You can't block him, especially on pass blocking. So let's just run the ball at him, and hopefully you tire him up. That's what they did. They made a couple plays throwing the ball, but other than that, they ran the ball, ran the ball. And then they made the game tight because if you really watch the Cowboys, they haven't done well in the red zone. Yeah. If you can't score points, you can't win. Yep. So get some field goals against the Giants. Kick some field goals against who's the other team they beat? Jets. Yeah, you beat them. Right, no Aaron Rodgers. You can beat. But if you're playing a good team, a solid team, a smart coach, I don't think Bill Belichick is, is what people think he is, mm-hmm. right, without Tom Brady. Ooh. I mean, he's. What do you think Bill Belichick is? He's average. He's average. Without Tom Brady, he's the average coach. Uh, six Super Bowls? Average? Without Tom, you see the look without Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, he's five. Yeah, I mean, they look, they the, they the bottom of the barrel in that division. They went from the top to the bottom. That's another story. That's another story, right? It's a good story, though. And these are stats. These are not just me. These are factual stats. <laughs> if you take Tom Brady off the team, he yep. is 500. Yeah. That's average. Anyway. But he's a great defensive coach. I, I think he's a defensive mind. I, th- I do. <laughs> I think he's a great defensive mind. I give him that. So if you add that to, to the game plan, playing to, to, to the Cowboys, you make that Dak Prescott beat you. Yeah. And we showed over the years, last year, in his last game, when the game gets tight, you put the ball in his hands. He's going to throw a pick and lose the game. Mm-hmm. And then after he loses the game, he's going to give you a sad interview. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, uh, the same thing he did last week. Yeah, he did. So, and if they lose this game, they give you the same interview, and I can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James, is it crazy of me to think, though, that the Patriots might even need this win more? 
Is it crazy of me to think that? The only reason I say that is if they start one and three, there is, I believe, a 13% chance you make the playoffs if you start one and three, 13.6% chance you make the playoffs. If Bill Belichick misses the playoffs again this year, yeah. that's three times missing the playoffs out of four years without yeah. Tom Brady. Wait, 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 you'd be surprised? Yeah. You don't think the Patriots are going to the playoffs? I yeah. don't, but yeah. it would oh, be okay. astonishing for Bill Belichick yeah. to miss the playoffs two years in a row. He's never done that in New England. He's a great coach of all years. <laughs> great I mean, it, do the Patriots need this game as bad as the Cowboys? Absolutely not. And Shady touched on it, right? we got to keep a spade a spade. Me, me and Shady, I, I don't like saying argue, but me and Shady debate a lot on this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and he's right about this, and he's an average coach without Tom Brady. But the Cowboys entered into this season, right? Some of us on this show... <laughs> picked them to get all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm, you know ooh. what I mean? Some of us on this show last week, ooh. even though he don't want to claim it, had him as the best team oh, oh. before the Cardinals. Hey, oh. Hold up. Let me put the glass off. Who Take the ball. Who is that? I don't know. I don't oh. know. Because I'm a know. she. We know you ain't going with the Cowboys, so that's just hint, hint. All right. So, I mean, the Cowboys have to get this one done. And then not only that, you talk about the Eagles. Yeah. You talk about the Niners. They are going to go 4-0. If you lose this game and you go 2-2, two two, you put yourself way behind mm. the eight ball to even compete in this division with the Eagles because you're two games back already. So and guess who you have a week after that? The Niners. Mm. So, you Ooh, in, yeah, bang. so you're in big, big trouble. So this is a huge win for the Cowboys to get back to 3-1, and one, to be one game behind the Philadelphia Eagles because we all know that they are going to the playoffs and we all know that they got dreams of, of winning the Super Bowl. Patriots, we ain't expecting nothing. Cowboys are looking to be great. Well, next we will be joined by greatness, a former Heisman winner. I guess once a Heisman winner, always a Heisman winner. Matt Leinert will join yeah, us. Yeah. Oh, You welcome uh, Heisman <laughs> Trophy winning Matt Leinert. Matt Leinert. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I live in Boulder. I've been here, we've been here so much. <laughs> but there's only two USC fans here. I see USC. one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One there. Oh, there we go. Three. Yeah. Now, Matt, USC royalty. Three. But I got a question. How y'all feel about him, though? How y'all feel about him? <laughs> be, be honest. Be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Colorado all season long, yeah. maybe until this weekend. The question on the floor, and this to me is the most important question that can be discussed. You want a Heisman. You know what it takes to win one. Caleb has won a Heisman. Right. He knows what it takes to win one. Shador is on the brink of trying to win a Heisman. He has no idea what yet it takes to win one. Talk to me first from Caleb's perspective. After winning a Heisman, how hard is it going back to college trying to win another one? Because you nearly did. It is challenging. And for me, you know, I had the mindset, first of all, I was, I was fortunate enough to win in 2004. It was awesome. I came back and for my senior year to really to win a third national championship. That's what it was all about for me. My senior year, I had no intention 
and thought, oh, I'm going to win another Heisman. One, we had Reggie Bush on the team, and I was like, I think Reggie's probably going to win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> um, but I didn't feel the pressure or the need to try and prove myself in that regard. I felt the pressure of trying to win another title. That, that I, and I've been open saying that. I remember after the Bush push game, which was the crazy ending, I was like the first time in my career at USC, I was like, wow, this is hard. This is hard to win every game. And, we, and then we ended up losing to Texas in the, in the Rose Bowl. So I think for Caleb, Caleb is so unique. Like he, he is so locked in and laser focused on his job every single week. He is so rare in his mental approach. And, and I've talked to him about this. He is open. Like he wants to win a second one. He's trying to win a second one. A lot of guys come back and say, ah, that's, he really wants to win one. So it's interesting. And Shador, you know, Shador is kind of taking college football by storm this year. He's a tremendous player. And uh, he's got a great opportunity in front of him as well. So it's a unique matchup for these two quarterbacks. But the Heisman, uh, speaking from experience, I don't think it's on their mind. I think they want to win this game because they know that the Pac-12 is stacked this year in the schedule. But so. there are Heisman games because we all know there are Heisman moments. I remember yes. Robert Griffin. He won the Heisman. I played against him. Ball goes off in Oklahoma. Receiver goes into Kendall Wright's hands. That was one of Robert Griffin's Heisman moments. You had several Heisman moments. Everybody has Heisman yep. moments. This game is one of those Heisman moment type of games. Is there added pressure in the mind of Shador Sanders, in the mind of Caleb Williams, when you go into a game like this, you've been there? I, I think for Caleb, no, just because we've seen so much from him and how he's handled himself. And he has Heisman moments every single week. I yep. mean, just the place he makes. And that's, what, that's just what he does and who he is. I think there's probably more pressure on Shador yeah. in that sense. But Shador is so – he's so even keel, man. He's so calm. And that's one of the things I love about him. He doesn't feel the pressure. A lot of that probably comes with the way he was raised with his dad, Dion, and all that. But he's got a great opportunity in the stage for him. I think Caleb – kind of been there, done that. This, a lot of eyeballs on this game. Everybody's going to be on the sideline. It's a massive game to kind of, you know, to, to position yourself in the Pac-12. For Shador, he's got an opportunity to kind of, you know, last week they got their butts kicked. He's got an opportunity to fix that. I think it's exciting, man. Like, this is such a great matchup, and um, you got two talented players. And Heisman moments, I had maybe one or two the year I won. Uh, they have Heisman moments every single week, man. These guys are so good. It's unbelievable. Well, Matt, you're speaking with a little bit of confidence now. I, I, I see your shoulders back a His little bit. Yeah. You know, I know you're not even entertaining the idea, uh, although you, I'm, I'm going to say that you're unbiased, but I think you're not entertaining the idea that USC is going to lose this game. So I'm not going to make you say it. I'll say it. If, if USC was to lose this game, how much does that just break college football? Considering what happened last week with Oregon, right. where USC is, where they're positioned to go, what mm -hmm. they're trying to do this year. And as you mentioned, Caleb Williams has won a Heisman and is on a run to win a second one back-to-back. -back. Where does that leave the state of college football, if that were to happen. Well, I know God, this is not something that you're Yeah, no, I mean, listen, it could happen. Colorado's a good team, and, and we've seen them play up, and, and they can score points. I, the interesting thing for USC is the expectation this year for me and for them is playoff or even national championship or right. bus. I really believe that because, one, you have Caleb Williams. This is all – you have him this season, he's gone. I don't care the speculation. You have a generational player at the most important position. This is your opportunity. Their defense is much better than last year. But if they lose this game, the margin of error is so small in college football because of the playoff. And if you guys have seen their schedule coming up, it is brutal. I mean, they get Washington and Oregon, and they get Utah, and they get UCLA. They get all these teams. So for them to lose this week – 
would be a massive ripple effect, not only in the Pac-12, but also in the college football and our college football playoff and landscape. So I think this win is definitely more important for USC in that regard. I, I don't look at Colorado and say they have all these massive. He's already proven the point to me. They could lose every game the rest of the season. And I think this was a success based on what they were a year ago and what Coach Prime can do in the future. I really believe that. I think they're going to win more games. But for USC, it would be a devastating loss uh, that would really – and their goal of getting to a college football playoff. Again, one loss, you could still get in, but it's tough. Matt, we have some history, don't we? God, we do, I, man. I, I, we were talking about um, like, like being a recruit, and I remember being 17, 18, going to USC, and Reggie Bush was my host, and I remember going to your house across the street from the um, Stable Center. Yeah. Yeah, to see the place. <laughs> anyway, and I remember texting oh, my man. mom. Yeah, NIL didn't exist back then. <laughs> and I was like so excited. Wow, with that, I'm with that liner. <laughs> but I want to ask you, you got some stars. You're still a star. I want to ask you, there's two star quarterbacks, right? Shador and, and Caleb Williams. Now, what are the similarities from watching these two? Yeah. And then what are the differences? Well, first of all, can we just say we didn't recruit you well enough because you didn't come to USC. Right. You were, you well, were one of the few that got away in that era. There were a couple, and you were one of them. And yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I take a lot of pride in that. So well, we can talk about that off camera. Yeah, but, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you had, hey, listen, you did plenty, plenty well for yourself. Uh, the two quarterbacks. So, gosh, I mean, the similarities to me is – they're both very, very composed and poised. And like, like I always talk about as a quarterback, and Mahomes is really good at this, obviously. Like chaos, when, when things break down, the game speeds up. We all know the game can be faster and you're running yes. around. For those types of guys, it just it almost gets easier for them. And when I saw Shador play against TCU week one, and I saw him a little bit at Jackson State, but, you know, TCU, it's, it's a better program and just the competition, right? Uh, that's what everyone was saying. I was like, holy crap, this kid is special. Right. And it was the, the playmaking and everything came easy to him. It was slow and all of these things. Um, and he's a tremendous quarterback in the pocket. He just did everything really well, and he, he continues to do that. Caleb is the same way. Caleb, to me, is just like – I, I will say this tomorrow on our show, but I think he's the best college quarterback prospect we've ever seen. I, 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 and that's not exaggerating. Like he, he is elite in every single skill set that you need to play that position, not just physically, like mental, the mental approach, the leadership, the, the work ethic, all of those things. And I've been around him to no, uh, know, uh, enough to know that like he's just special. Like He's going to come into the NFL and he will change a franchise no matter where it is. I believe that. So there's a lot of similarities, I think, in the way the mental approach they play Everything looks easy for them. Um, Caleb is just further along and more experienced, okay. obviously. I think he's a more explosive runner and probably more explosive athlete when he's out in the open field. But um, Shador is right there, man. I mean, he's playing himself into being a first-round draft pick at some point when he leaves. Um, so just so you know, you're outnumbered. I know you, I know you know that. I know. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and that includes this table. So I, don't, I don't think we're going to help you. Um, I got a question. Ball, game on the line. You need a touchdown. You've seen what Shador did. Ball in hand, which quarterback you taking? Oh, man, that's good. Uh, don't be biased. <laughs> I mean, you got, you got, you got. You, I mean, you, how you, are you not going to be biased? I'm going to be so biased this weekend. And people are going to be like, I genuinely believe it. Like, I genuinely think yeah. USC is a playoff team. Yeah. I genuinely think Caleb is the best we've ever seen at this level at coming out. Um, but that's fine. Like, like I understand that because talent-wise. Yeah, but, I mean, look, I think, I think – 
I, I would lean on Caleb. I, I, he did it multiple times last year. Uh, he did it against Oregon State early on. Um, he, he's a Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. That's, that's not taking anything away from Shador Sanders. Shador has been phenomenal. Like, I can't say enough about him. Um, and, and a great kid, too. Great young man. Um, but Caleb, I mean, Caleb and, and, and then big picture, Lincoln Riley, I believe in so much, the playmakers around him, that offense. I, I would have to lean with Caleb, but that's tough. That's, that's you fair. sat down with Caleb, and I want us to take a sneak peek at that sit down that will air tomorrow on Big Noon Kickoff. Colorado, this is a big game. Yep. Coach Prime, what do you make of all of the attention surrounding that program? I think it's great for college football. If you haven't been able to see what he's been able to do for – Colorado, their games that they've played for college football experience and things like that. He's done a great job. My team over there has done a great job. I know they're excited to get out there and play versus us, and we're just as excited. I know that the stadium's going to be booming, and it's going to be a fun game. Matt, biggest takeaway from that one-on-one sit-down we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, he, he – and I, and I knew this about him, but he is such an incredible leader. And, and again, we can get lost in the, the Superman stuff and the plays and all that because that's what makes him unique. But he is so – laser focused on his job every single week and it's really incredible because the nil the like the commercials just everything that surrounds him this dude is all ball all business yeah. he doesn't like doing any of that stuff which i don't blame him you know um so just the leadership ability he's on a mission he really is and i think we'll see that this weekend as well can we put our biases for aside and thank matt liner please there can we, we just thank my guy <laughs> said about an hour ago. If somebody says they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Okay. This block is about to get real personal. This conversation is about to get real personal. That's right. That's right. This topic to is about to get real one. personal. Okay, look. I, I don't want to do it, but we have to. Caleb Shador, two of the best quarterbacks in college football. So now I have a list of questions, and I need this distinguished panel to tell me if they would prefer Caleb or Shador. How they will answer is by using either the Caleb Williams head or the Shador Sanders icon. We will go through the questions one at a time. And I will ask these brilliant minds here around me, would they prefer Caleb or will they prefer Shador for said topic? I got to start with this one, 2-5. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. James Jones. Oh, no, don't go with me. Shador <laughs> Caleb. James, James, I'm sorry. I'm like, don't go with me. You, 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 you set it up, too. You want to pick the villain, <laughs> you want to pick the hero, and then we ask James Jones. We will hold them up in unison so that no one is isolated. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Which quarterback has a better arm? Better arm. Is it Caleb 
Or is it Shador? Better arm, people. Better arm. 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 Okay. 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 We got we got unanimous decisions here. Unanimous decisions here. Not for Caleb, the crowd, though. Not for the crowd, but unanimous decisions on the table. James Jones, why Caleb? You know, I played with two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, and extremely talented arm talent. And when you watch Caleb play, you see a lot of those throws. You know, to where he's throwing that thing 50 yards back across his body, to where he's putting it in certain spots. And that's arm talent. That ain't really no coaching or nothing. That's, that's strictly arm talent. I love it. Okay, which quarterback is more clutch, Caleb or Shador? Ooh, more clutch. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Man. Joy, we waiting on you. Joy, where you at? Let's Back go, home. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Here we go. This one is difficult. Remember, Shador Sanders, a 98-yard yes. touchdown yeah. drive versus Colorado State. A minute 40 left, plus the two-point conversion. Yeah. Goes into overtime, receives the ball. Okay, this is interesting to me. Yeah. Which quarterback has better leadership, oh. Caleb or Shador? Ah, shoot. I'm going to go with Caleb. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. He's older, more experience. I'm going with Caleb. Caleb. I'm around cheating. more, yeah. <sighs> I'm cheating. If you're not cheating, oh. you're not trying. I I'm cheating on this one. Joy's going both. Okay, bet. I like that. I like that. Oh, this is a fun one. Which quarterback has better commercials? Caleb oh, or Shador? Man, I mean, really? Caleb? Okay. Where you at? Caleb. Ah. <laughs> I mean, whenever you in a commercial with your pops, it's untouchable. Yeah, that, yeah, that is good. You know what I'm saying? I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. I like Check. the Heisman commercial yeah. stuff. Which quarterback has better swag? Easy Caleb or Shador? Y'all already know. He's Shador does have a grill on. Oh, no, the Come on, man. Bang. Um, which quarterback has better star power? Well. This is tough. I star mean, power. I mean, one guy's name is Sanders. I got to go with the – come on. Shador Sanders for sure. Star right, power. Right now I'm going to go Caleb because he does have Heisman uh, commercials. So he's going to be the number one overall pick, and we're talking about NFL teams tanking for him and him possibly going back to college oh. to decide which NFL team he's going to. So, just further along. As a defender, running quarterbacks, James Jones, they can intimidate me. 2-5, yes. they can intimidate me. However, a quarterback that just wants to stand in the pocket and pick you apart, they are too to be feared. Mm -hmm. Which quarterback should be more feared? Caleb Shador. Ooh, wee. Caleb. 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 Yeah, I got to go Caleb. 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 The reason why I say Caleb is because Caleb does both of them more, cons more consistently. Shador don't really get outside the pocket as much yeah. as we want him to because yeah. he trained by Tom Brady. Stand mm -hmm. in the pocket, deliver the rock. Caleb does it a little bit more. We've seen the rise of the dual threat quarterback yeah. in football, the quarterback yeah. that can run, the quarterback that can throw, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. No We've seen the rise of that quarterback. It used to be the Statuette's pocket passer, but you never know. It could revert back to that. Which quarterback has more NFL potential? Because they both go. Now here Caleb he go. Here he go now. I'm going to go with Caleb just because – I think the best quarterback in football right now is Patrick Mahomes. And when I watch Caleb Williams, he looks something like Patrick Mahomes. Other than the hair and all that, he looks just like him. Yeah. Sidearm, throwing it 50 yards, 60 yards. And no potential, Joy. <sighs> okay. Ooh. okay. Ooh. Hey. I think we haven't. <laughs> we haven't seen the very of Shador yet. Yes. True, true. James you know, Jones. And when, when this question popped up, uh, Shady entered into my mind and, you know, he always talked about Ohio State quarterbacks. Mm. I know we just had a Heisman Trophy winner leave off the set, you know, but 
he wasn't really a superstar in the NFL. No knock to him, but he wasn't really a superstar. Not a lot of USC quarterbacks is really superstars in the National Football League. You know, really good college players, but not really superstars in the National Football League. And his pops was a superstar. He got Sanders on the back of his mm. name. Right, right. I like how you right here. You're very gentle. You use, you use yeah. my tactic. I feel yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's OG hey, for you. You're kind of softly. It's softly and gently. Sorry about that, Matt. God. Final question. <laughs> the most important question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm. Oh. Which quarterback gets the win tomorrow? I need to hold hey, him up, Jay. Hey, look, look. I need you to hold him up. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Yeah. the show, man. I love it. You love loving it, the show. You loved it. Great energy, great people, great fans. Man, great show. Joy Taylor, Joy Taylor, Joy Taylor, you've done a lot of shows, but how does this show stack up? Oh. This is this is the best show. There it is. The best show. Uno, uno. Uno, uno. James Jones, I yeah. see you were fully converted. You got the prime glasses you see me. on. You see me? You fully converted. <laughs> Picture door in almost all the categories. I'm rocking with Prime. Shady got me believing, man. They turned up out here. We good. Yeah. We good. Well, well. Joy, I got, well, I got well. a question for you, Joy. The headline after Ooh, the game. What wait. will it read? We all believe. That's it. Ooh. We all believe. We all believe. Um, now, y'all know this has been a heck of a show, but I, I really just have to be reminded. Two five. If anybody say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Take it personal. If anybody say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Personal. James Jones, you take a stab at it because I can hear him. If anybody say they got a better show than us, how do we take it? Personal. Personal. Personally, I appreciate every single one of y'all for coming out today. Y'all have been